flexing, rolling through the SWAT. Reppin' for the city, hear him in the parking lot. Houston written across the jersey, ain't gon' never stop. Just fans got me tuning in, waiting for the drop. Astro Texas Rockets, Dynamo, they coming with it. When they pull up, got the city sitting on a fitted. Straight out A Leaf, hold it down, they gon' never quit it. Just fans got me tuning in, let my dogs get it. Southwest A Leaf, Texas, throw down here when it's so infectious. We ride for the Houston Astros, Rockets, Dynamo, and them Texans. How's it going, everybody? It's Carlos, your host of the Just Fans podcast. And as you saw uh, just right now, we debuted our uh, our brand new 2024 intro video. Sorry, guys. It's a banger. And I, I really got to thank. <laughs> I'm glad you guys liked it. I really got to thank the one and only Mark Drew uh, for doing this for us. And uh, I just told him, hey, man, uh, give us a banger. And that's it. And. You know, there that shows his art, his artistic talent. Mark Drew uh, just completely uh, did this song for us, and he can do it for you as well. For anybody that has a, that has a podcast out there that's listening to us, and uh, we'll put the, his uh, contact information on our description so that you can reach out to him in case you want a banger just like the one he gave us. But um, if you saw in the video, uh, we're from A Leaf, Texas. Brios and I, as you can see, I got it on my shirt. A Leaf, Texas has been <laughs> home to us, and uh, I think this is what you know what we like doing. It, it's home, and this is our neighborhood. It's and we and we want to share it with you guys, with everybody, just like uh, we would like to hear you know hear from everybody who listens to us. You have your neighborhood, you're proud of it. We have our neighborhood that we're proud of. A Leaf, Texas uh, has been there for us through the good times and the bad times. So we just kind of wanted to share it with you guys, and that's what our intro video is about. But um, that's just a little bit of our intro video. So without any further ado, I got Rios in the house. Rios, the pride of A-Leaf. How's it going, Rios? Pretty good. Yeah, it has been there for us. Good times, bad times, and all the damn hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, man, today, uh, the reason why I call this episode the H-Town Powerhouse, uh, you know, I got these these two guys here. Man, we started, when we started our podcast, they were also starting theirs as well. And my God, have they have ta- they have taken off. And I, I love hearing these guys. Like, they're one of my guys that, that I listen to. Obviously, you know, Brett Chancey from Mr. Wheelhouse. But these guys here, man, they got everything unlocked. Any little fact that I want to know about the Astros, I know that I can click on full seam ahead and just read up on them. Uh, we got Lorenzo and we got Cantu, guys. How's it going? How are you guys doing? Uh, let us know what's up, guys. Oh, we're doing good over here. Uh, I love the intro. It was pretty amazing, yeah. <laughs> Bless. I mean, shoot, y'all A Leaf. We're we're Harrisburg navigation, southeast part of Texas. So there you go. I, I love that. I love that part of uh, you know, throwing out your Houston neighborhoods out there, showing them some love. Yeah, man. We're showing some love on the southeast side. There you go, man. I'm telling yeah. you, it's it's these neighborhoods make you who you are. Like they're they make you who you are. That you you gotta rep where you come from, dude. You can't forget what you're from, right? And no matter where you are, but yeah, these neighborhoods make you. And I'm glad, you know, to know about you guys. Harrisburg, you said? No, no, uh, what was it? North Harrisburg? Southeast. Yeah, southeast, southeast, yeah. yeah. So, almost yeah. East Stan Con. So like yeah, literally like on navigation, that's you know, as far as I grew up, it's literally like seven minutes away from Minute Maid Park. So it's like there you go. Right there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's so funny because a lot of people don't know that you know that watch us from from like different cities. Houston's an hour away from itself. Just to it give really you a heads up. Yeah. 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 yeah Houston is an hour. Yeah. South Houston, Houston is an A D if it's like opposite worlds like kind of yeah, yeah. It really it is. really is it's the it same really city is. but like everybody it's different it's so weird it's it's very different 
uh like what's so funny is uh reels and i have made a joke about this if you're dating somebody in like spring texas and in, in, in the north side of houston to, and you're dating somebody in the south part of houston that's called a long distance relationship guys you really if right you have there. to travel it really far. is yeah exactly <laughs> Hour yeah, drive, hour and a half of this traffic, two hours there's an accident. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yeah. yeah. You, you ain't lying. Yeah, and let's uh, move the catch back then. We got our other co-host in the house. Uh, Poppy, what's up, brother? What's the good, world's man? worst the world's worst driver. <laughs> uh your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys All right, fellas? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah. I actually hear a little bit of an echo from you though. Yeah, that might be. Um, I'm kind of like in between setups at the moment. And my computer is updating, so let me know if it's going on. I'll just head out. I'll try to fix it in the meantime. No, you're good. You should be all right. Uh, if it gets annoying, I'll let you know. But guys, again, I want to thank the full team ahead, guys, for coming out. Uh, before we start, I do want to uh, do want to tell uh, tell you guys. Please follow them up on. I believe this is y'all's Twitter's account at full team ahead for great Astros content. These guys have it on lock they know exactly what they're talking about there's uh, there are times like primary resource uh, primary sources that you go to man you guys go to the stadium get interviews and stuff like that man these are, these guys are great follow them up full seam ahead uh great astros resource to have uh for those astros followers so with that being said you know uh our astros this past season uh, it was a heartbreaker, man. We got to the game seven of the ALCS. I made a bed, which I don't have to wear anymore. I used to have to keep wearing a, a Rangers hat since God. Yeah. December 31st yeah. on every show that I did because of that bet. Oh, and um, now it's like you know, my, my eyes, ah, my yeah. eyes. <laughs> and so now yes. I, I'm back to wearing my hats. I'm happy. Uh, I never but, thought I said I missed that big ass forehead. I know, right? Look, guys, seriously, you can land a plane on that right there. Yeah. And so, I max uh, right there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, what I was going to ask you guys, so, and I'll go one by one and, you know, in, in that order and let me get, let me know what you guys th uh, think. Uh, what are some moves, really quick, that the, uh, that you guys feel the Astros should make uh, that, or something that was, no, 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 I'll take that back. What is something that was lacking from this offense? Uh, this particular um, series, uh, Rios. Start off with you first. Are the ALCS man just the offense after spot number six? It was just a black hole after number six, seven, eight, nine. It was just guaranteed outs. And not just that. Um, also, like on defense, especially with Kyle Tucker, man, he was on a milk card, bro. Like just no effort on a couple of hits that he could easily he normally gets in. No, just watch it sail over his head. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, Poppy, what you think, man? See, for me, it was like a lot of just guys being sleep at the plate. Obviously, Kyle Tucker was a big factor on that. You know, like going into the postseason, he was that guy that I thought we were going to rely on uh, alongside with Altuga and Jordan. I thought it was going to be like a three-headed monster. And it turned out like he was sleep for most of the playoffs. Uh, Pena, the hit or miss, you know, like some games will give you two, three hits, some games – He'll swing out, uh, swing at every single slider thrown his way, even if it's five feet away from the plate. So, uh, as far as what's lacking, in the, it's just consistency, man. It's not even just about making moves. It's just about being consistent. And the only way we can st stay in games where the bats are not fully awake is in the pitching side of the of the game. And I feel like that's what cost us the most. And you could see that. In the games against the Rangers, the, all the games that we lost at home, the pitching mm -hmm. was just not there, not there. Okay. 
All right. Uh, Lorenzo, bro, what you think? Yeah, I mean, Real said it perfectly. I think just the lack of Kyle Tucker, your superstar, that's been one of the best hitters throughout the whole season, uh, carrying it when Altuve was out, carrying it when Jordan was out. Uh, I mean, that guy you relied on so many times, but when it came to the postseason, it, you know, it kind of didn't have that X factor in him. Same thing like uh, Poppy said with um, Jerry Pena. I mean, you had the ALCS and World Series MVP right there, and none of them couldn't get it. But I think the biggest thing from all those games were not not technically not all the games because when they went to Globe Life Field, I mean, they were hitting the ball like nothing. But right. at Minute Maid Park, it was that one big hit. That was the only thing. Runners in scoring position was horrible. They couldn't get nothing going. Um, I mean, you had runners on first and third, second and third. Bases loaded. And that one big clutch hit, they couldn't get nothing going. So I really think right there in that aspect of that series, um, in the playoffs, I think that was the biggest part, I would say, for me. All right. What about you? Uh, is Angel right? Angel, yeah. what, what did you what did you think about what what was uh, missing basically for us in this in this particular series against the Rangers? Well, when you asked that question, I was taking notes of what I was going to say while I went, and I wrote situational hitting. So basically, what Lorenzo was saying, uh, oh, yeah. um, having that big at bat that's going to turn the game around, um, and yeah, like I agree with what I said about Kyle Tucker not producing, but it's not like basketball we can like hand it over to Kyle Tucker every single time you know like every man has to get there at bat and I think the Astros were too much like relying on Jordan for the big hit or Kyle Tucker yeah. for the big hit so it's like every single like every guy they had to play their part and I think that's the ultimately that's the thing that struggled is having that one guy that comes out of the radar and it makes them some postseason magic uh, yeah, quick. I think we all hit. Oh, go ahead, Rollins. I'm sorry. Real quick, I'll say this too to add on to Angel. It's almost been like that almost every year. 22, mm -hmm. Altuve, you, you saw Jose Altuve. He was struggling. 2021, you had Alex Bregman, who was really struggling. If you remember, Dusty Baker put yes. him, I think, in the six or seven hole in the lineup. He wasn't getting going. Yeah. Um, you're, you're always going to have that one player that doesn't, you know, that doesn't have it at that time. But like Angel said, it's not like you can go with basketball. It's not that ISO kind of thing, one-on-one. -on -one. It's one through nine in the lineup. So I think that's another big part, too. You're, yeah, I can see that. I see that exactly. Like, on paper, it looks like everybody should be getting, like, nine or ten home runs. You know what I mean? And uh, a, a month or whatever. Like, it, it just seems on paper we have the talent. Like, you, we have seen this team, like, get to the World Series and win it. And a lot of the players that a lot of the core players that that achieved that even since back in 2017 are still there. Uh, Bregman, Altuve, uh, Justin Verlander. I mean, even though I, I don't think out there, I can't remember if Justin Verlander was such a big integral part in 2017. I think in the World Series, I think he was injured, right? Uh, in 2017, no, he, no, no, he, he was he was terrible in the World Series. No, yeah, yeah. Trying to make you wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, no, but uh, like a lot of these players that we have, uh, core players are still kind of there, and 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 if they left, then we were the, the Astros have been able to replace players with with quality players like you know uh, like Correa with Jeremy Pena. However, this past season it was like, uh, you know what I mean. But that first season, that uh, his rookie year, like it was like, oh yeah, we the Astros knew exactly what they were doing, right? Uh, but you know, you had Jer uh, Jeremy Pena have his, his sophomore slump, a big one at that. Uh, yeah. then, you know, <laughs> like you guys say, 
Yeah, right. It was almost like a like a big regression. And then you had Kyle Tucker, which like throughout the whole season was phenomenal. And then come to get uh, to to where it mattered the most, really, it, we just kind of saw him fall off the face of the earth. It was like kind of like in Space Jam with the monsters mm-hmm. take the talent away from him. Yeah, someone took his talent. Like, like, <laughs> just got the talent sucked away from him completely. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it begs to differ because at, at this point now you're like, well, it's, it's, you know, that our, the, he, he's still like, like, this is a guy that you, that we, you would try to sign, right. For a long-term deal. But does this, obviously this past season, did it really help his case much or no, no. by at, at the end of the, uh, towards the end of the season? It's not regular season. Yeah. Regular yeah. season. Yes. Post I mean, regular. Oh, sorry. Man. Towards the end. Yeah. yeah. That post you, you command, that, they're gonna tear him a new in the arbitration. That judge, that, yeah. that judge looked at uh, looked at uh, that series and was like, "Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> nah, I don't nah, know what that one." It goes back to like all of the all of the contract situations that we're talking about, right? Not, not just Kyle Tucker. Yeah, uh, they're talking about trying to sign Altuve so he can be a four lifer, right? What's going to happen with Bregman if he's in the last year of his contract? And it's all mm-hmm. of these questions that if we would have. Uh, even made it to the World Series, like I feel like that those question marks wouldn't be as big as they are now. And with all the other teams around the league, the big teams making big moves, mm-hmm. then you start to look at the Astros like, okay, so what's the decision going to be? Everybody's making decisions right now. Everybody is giving money away. What are the Astros going to do? And like you said, Carlos, Correa leaves. We got another guy uh, waiting to take his place. Do we have such guys right now in the – in the farm system, it's kind uh, of thin. Yes, not yeah. really. It's, it's yeah. kind of tough to say. I know yeah. we gave. I mean, because uh, if you think about it, right every year, every year, to the Mets on the on the Verlander trade. So, yeah. Well, the Astros, every saying? year, every year the Astros find a way to bring somebody mm-hmm. up, and, and they just shock everybody. Um, it, it goes all the way back to 2019, uh, obviously with Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker. I mean, those guys were the superstars, the number ones, number twos in the farm system, but then. 2020 came along. You're looking at Luis Garcia. I mean, Jose Arquiti, even in the 2019 World Series, he was, you know, he got that World Series win. Um, mm-hmm. Christian Javier, Framber Valdez finally kind of came into place. So, you know, the Astros have done a great job in the development part of, you know, developing these players. They don't have to be number one, number twos. I mean, we, we talked about this all there with uh, Puka Nakua. That guy was, yeah, what, a yeah. seventh-round football pick? Seventh-round, yeah. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's just the developing of these players, I'd say. Um, yeah, they could be, like, the number one guys in the world, but at the same time, too, if they're not going to develop the right way, then it's mm-hmm. not going to go well. And I would say if the Astros were to make a trade, um, the way the my, the minor league system, like, team, like players are already thin, I would say it would have to be, like, a Jake Myers or a Keaton, Luis Garcia, if they're going to move, like, a big piece because they have club control. So, like, we're trying to add, like, Luis Robert and the Seas, like, you, they're going to have to give up guys with more c- control, right? Like, they, well, they're going to take a rental, maybe, like, three, four years of, of control that they could have. But, yeah. like, someone who lost a lot of money in arbitration, I know that was a talk, is Primer Valdez. Yeah. I think that second half. Oh, yeah. yeah. Second half no. of the season. Like, mm-hmm. if he would have finished out the way he played that first half, I think he has a strong case of getting what he wants. But now it's, like, it was like after, after that no-hitter, he, like, took a nosedive. Completely yeah. off the face of the earth, man. It was it was hard to watch. Yeah. Um, by the way, in our intro, that that where I'm like yelling and screaming, that's when Fromberg got the no hitter. Like that particular oh, nice. moment. Yeah, nice. we were at the game. Uh, yeah, we were at the game. Uh, 
So, but uh, going back to the original question, Lorenzo, I know you were trying to answer it. What did you said? You were comparing the Kyle Tucker situation to somebody else, and I think. So, I mean, it's not going to be a big deal, I would say. But just like talking about the arbitration hearings, Corbin Burns is another guy. I mean, Corbin mm-hmm. Burns is one of the best pitchers in the National League. Uh, obviously, want to saw Young. Uh, when he went to his hearing, the Brewers basically told him, well, hey, you didn't perform in the playoffs that we were hoping so. That's where the big money's at. So this is why we're mm-hmm. giving our, you know, our money right here in this situation compare what you want. And obviously, you're, I don't know if y'all saw, he wasn't happy. He went to the media and, he, right. you know, he, he started talking about it. So I don't think Kyle Tucker is going to be that type of guy, that type of player. Right. But no. it's just comparing, like, performance-wise. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Uh, another guy that I wanted to talk about uh, today, and uh, this is uh, in the order that I gave you guys earlier, Maldi. Um, Maldi, you know, as we saw in a few days ago, it was announced that he was basically, he's uh, with the White Sox. Um, now, it, in Astros Twitter, and I say this, uh, in the way that you know, it's 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 funny because it's, we all root for the same team, but Astros Twitter is very divided, um, very clickish, very very clickish. click, yeah, very divided in the way that that we perceive some players. Uh, I I saw, I personally, and I think my guys here, and, and I might be wrong with Rios and, and Papi. I'm pretty, sure, I, I think we all felt the same way about Maldi. I think he played a pivotal part during the time that he was here. Not only. Yes, of course, we saw his uh, arm not be the machete that we needed it to be or whatever, but towards the end. But that that baseball IQ, that 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 mentality was always there. Um, but to me, that that was essential. However, there were times where I was like, well, maybe we should have put like Yiner Diaz in, in these situations just to keep just, to, you know, since that's going to be the guy going forward. I think we all kind of expected this to be like Maldi's last season. Uh, as as the season went along, um, what are what are our thoughts on Maldi? I personally like the guy. I thought he was a great pivotal part to our Astros uh, triumph when we went to the World Series and this season. But did you guys think that uh, this particular season, where Maldi's last season, did you guys think that that should have been the case? Where hey, maybe we should have put Yiner instead of uh, Maldi in here, or did or did were we happy with the results that, that we got? Uh, Reels was, was well, I started with her last time. Kantu, we'll start with you, bud. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, to answer your question, I think they played it the right way. Um, okay. what, what I get reminded of is that newly drafted NFL quarterback that you bring in that Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers situation where, mm-hmm. uh, they drafted Jordan Love, you know, he learned under Aaron Rodgers, and now, I mean, Green Packers. I mean, they're a little above average team, I would say. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Yanir Diaz learned from Martin, uh, Martin Maldonado and was able to play a little bit, like play a bigger role uh, defensively. Like, I don't know if you saw his, uh, like, I think his second to last start, he almost uh, caught a no hitter, and that's him calling the yeah. games. And I think that's like yeah. more of that Maldi mindset that wore off on him. But no, yeah. I 100% I, I agree. Like, Maldi was a, a pivotal role um, every year he was here. I think he developed Fran Valdez to the pitcher he is that uh, could go that, you know, that ace quality pitcher as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorenzo, what you think, bud? Completely agree. Like Angel said, pivotal part of this Astros dynasty. Um, you know, just to name a few, six ALCS appearances with the Astros, three World Series appearances, finally got their World Series ring. Caught two immaculate innings in one game. 
Wow. Caught a no hitter and a combined no hitter. I mean, this guy, like you, you were, like you were saying, Carlos, he has a high baseball IQ. If you remember one game, Tucker threw it from right field to Jose Altuve, and they backdoor picked him, uh, one of the runners off at first base because Martin was right there yes. in that spot. Yeah, I um, I guess but, the yeah, I guess it's the Angels. Angels. Yeah, and, the Angels. Yeah, yeah. And with Maldi, I mean, great, great guy. Um, I mean, like you were saying, a pivotal part. I mean, people can have a you know disagree and agree about him, but uh, my opinion, I mean, he was one of the best catchers that the Astros have had in franchise history, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then to add on, as well with the Einer Diaz situation, like Angel said, the Jordan Love, uh, Aaron Rodgers situation. Angel, we we talked about what was it? Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That was yeah, the one that was right. Yeah. Uh, but but like how Angel was saying, you know, Maldive took him under his wing, developed him. Yonder played a bunch of games, and you know, a lot of people were talking about, yeah, Yonder should have been playing starting from the get go. He would have won Rookie of the Year and all this. Yeah, I completely understand. And I agree with the other part of two of maybe in some situational hitting, and the in the playoffs, I think Yonder could have had some, you know, could have had a chance or two, but. You know, it, it happens. Life goes on. Um, at the end of the day, Martin Maldonado as an Astro, I mean, he was a huge part. One of the best, I think, one of the best teammates you can ask for, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Poppy, your, your thoughts? Uh, like the guys were saying, man, like I feel like Maldi has cemented his legacy in this team, in this organization. I feel like he's going to be dearly missed, not just by the fans, uh, but the players. Like he was uh, one of the team captains. You know, when, when Verlander was gone for a time, uh, we thought, like, the, the the one player that everybody was going to turn to when things were going bad was going to be Maldi. You know, he was going to be the guys like, come on, guys, let's get it together. We know we can win. And, and he showed that leadership, like, so many times. Yes, the bat was almost non-existent. Uh, you celebrated every home run like it was, like, a grand slam every time he hit it. Uh <laughs> And do I wish Yiner was given more of a chance? Yes. I feel like the the transition could have been handled a little bit better. But you know how Dusty is. He sticks with his players. He's loyal to, to his guys. Um, but uh, I'm going to miss him, dude. Like, Maldi, even even because we talked about it, like, even if he's removed from the lineup, like, he is the, the type of player you need in that, uh, on the bench. He's the type of player you need in that clubhouse. And... You know, who's going to step up and be that guy, you know, next year and moving forward? We'll see. But uh, Maldi as a whole, dude, I feel like, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Thankfully, he got that that World Series ring with us. Hopefully, he doesn't get another one with anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) It's the White Sox. I doubt it. Uh, Yeah. They're they're not going to That's what I said about the Rangers, brother. Um, But we'll see, man. He's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. Rios. Yeah, like like everyone has said, he said he was an integral part of our of our you know of our team. We don't win a World Series without Marvin. Because again, that his leadership, his game planning, his baseball IQ, like those those things are things you can measure that show up on you know highlight reels and on stats and all that. But like anyone that watches the game, you can see you know what he brings to the table. So I never really understood the Maldi hate. Again, probably came from the more casual fans. Oh, he doesn't hit home runs. He doesn't. Get on base, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's more to baseball than just that. And I just yeah. 
Oh, sorry. Good. So, um, I just put into perspective how valuable uh, Martin Maldonado is. He's 13 years in the league, and the highest he's like the highest batting average he's ever gotten when he's gotten over 300 at bats is 225. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Was that with the Astros too? No, two twenty five was with um, well, what was with the with the Angels and Astros and in twenty eighteen. Yeah. I remember yeah. we went to a game. I remember we went to a game and and it was when Jeremy Pena. I mean, he was slumping a lot, but there was a point where where uh, where Maldi's uh, uh, OPS was higher than than Jeremy Pena this season. Yeah, so I remember that. that. Yeah, you remember that? that? <laughs> I remember Bregman. Bregman's was like right there as well. Yeah, like it was like yeah, so was sad right to there. see. It was like Kyle Tucker, you know. 20, uh, 29, uh, Jordan, almost 300, and then Maldi, Bregman, everybody else was like 165, 175. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. The, the funniest one was Jason Castro watching the thing in live, t- going from point zero zero one oh, to yeah. like, it was almost like triple zero. I'm like, bro. <laughs> one, more, like, one, more oh, bats, though. <laughs> one more thing with Maldi, though. I mean, this is a little small story, but they had asked Ryan personally how big and pivotal um, Maldonado is to that team. And he was telling a story about on the team plane when everybody was, I, I guess this was after a series, everybody was tired, obviously, you, you know, you got to get your Z some way, somehow after a big game and a big game and a big series. Maldonado was on his laptop searching, doing all the work, trying to figure out who, you know, the next opponent is, doing all his homework. And he goes to Ryan Presley and tells him, hey, we should do this. We should do that. Against this player, maybe throw a different pitch. That's how big Maldonado is, yeah. and like you were talking about with the baseball IQ he has, one of the best, I say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it's just seeing it, and the thing is, like, uh, I want to go with what Rio said. The casual, uh, the casual baseball fan, you only look for like the hits, the, the you know the hits, the 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 home the runs, and that, but the uh, like the actual backstage stuff, which is why I still thought, man, I hope I hope he stays with the Astros in some sort of coaching position, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even man, even he's gonna always come back. He can always come back. Yeah, and 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 I'm sure the door is open for him. I'm sure he's gonna get a lot because, like I oh, said, yeah. he people notice the fact that his baseball IQ is through the roof. Uh, and that, like that story you told us right now, Lorenzo, like that, like I heard it as well, and I was like, that just shows how much a he cares. It it obviously means he's a great role model for for those for those uh, young young kids watching. I mean those young people on the team or whatever. But you know the fact that he's like studying up and doing and doing his research on the other team. It it obviously shows on the field, um, defensively. And and I and I think what real I can't remember one of you guys said with you know he developed guys he helped develop guys like Fromber. Uh, he helped to develop guys. I mean even Javier. I mean gosh for uh, at some point. Justin Verlander even said that he he didn't want to he didn't want any other pit any other catcher besides Malty, like yeah. you know it, it, and that's to me that speaks volumes you know so um, and I think that's what it was I don't think a lot of people well people that that the, the Malty hate I don't think people really much appreciated what he did like because it's not it's not apparent it's not it, it, it's not it doesn't show every day but the people that know it's almost like if you know you know. Kind of a thing, you know. And Basically, if you know, you know. And so, yeah, he played the a piece. Please won't part. forget about Maldi. Yeah, please won't forget oh, the statue. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> this this next thing, um, we 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 talked about uh, Maldi. Um, we we kind of shed a little bit into Yiner Diaz's expectations, but um, one of you guys said that you know uh, he was able to 
to do some pretty good things last season. Uh, what do you guys? How do you? What do you guys think he's his expectations are for twenty twenty four? Rios, we'll start with you on this one. Yanner Diaz. People are expecting him to have the same pace that he had last year. Uh, that might be a little bit of a I want to say regression, but it's not going to be. He's not going to be slashing like he was, you know, in his rookie season. Now there's actual tape on him, so I think you know some pitchers are going to adjust to it. Hopefully, he can improve a little bit on the defensive end. Um, there was a few mistakes when he when he was catching that you know that Maldi wouldn't make. So hopefully, he's you know watching the film and looking at what Maldi does and try to emulate that and try to improve on the defensive end. But okay. if he can be above average uh, as a batter, hey, it's just we need all the help we can get. Yeah, no, seriously, uh, Papi. Uh, I don't think offensively he's ever. At least not right now. I don't think he's gonna be as bad as Maldi was. Uh, like Rio said, I think he needs to focus on the defensive side of the ball. And the more reps he gets with all the the whole pitching staff, I feel like it's only gonna be better for him. Um, you know, Framber on, on, on the later half of the season uh, was really struggling, so I, I need them to build a better connection moving forward. Same with Javier. Same with Verlander uh, and Presley because. Uh, Looks like he's gonna be or closer still. Uh, so you know, there's a lot of moving pieces right now. But I feel like Yanir Diaz, if he can, he doesn't have to completely replicate what he does offensively. He just doesn't have to regress uh, as much. He just needs to focus on the defensive side of the ball. I feel like uh, it's gonna be a good year for him. I just hope like the rest of the players who got a slump last year can recuperate because that's that's what we're gonna. It's gonna be a team effort to bring this team back. To the mm-hmm. top of the mountain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lorenzo. I'll actually go the opposite side. I'll say defensively. I mean, he's a great defender. The only thing I would say maybe is his framing. And that's why the Astros brought Victor Caratini. Yeah. I think Caratini is going to help him. Uh, I think his uh, framing value was pretty high up there as well. Yeah. So I think there's no small percentage of that. The offense part, I mean, he offensively, you saw what he did last year. Yes. I mean, that, that's just perfect. But the one thing I'm looking for him to get better at coming into this season is the chase. He was whipping a lot of pitches. Um, I don't, I don't know if y'all remember. He did start one of those games in the playoffs against the Twins. His first start, he had four strikeouts. Yeah, oh, I'm looking forward bad. for the discipline for him. Yeah, as you, long you, as he you, don't chase, you, you can tell Jeremy Pena the same goddamn thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> all, those, all those, all those muscles can't hit a ball at the park. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> No more, no more oh, yeah. commercials. I need you in batting practice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's one thing I'm looking for. Um, Yonder, obviously, you've seen the videos of him hitting off a tee, getting in the weight yeah. room. I think he's ready for the next season. But the one, the number one thing for me, I would say, is probably the chase rate of him and, you know, increasing those walk percentages. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Angel. Yeah, uh, something I think uh, Kennedy is will have a successful season if uh, he can hit at least over 250. 10 home runs, if he's at, like, at least 10 home runs and 50 RBIs, I think that's the Astros could, I, like, couldn't ask for more than that. I'll take I, that. Um, can he do more? Absolutely. Like Lorenzo was saying, like, he is putting in the work in the offseason. And going with what Lorenzo said, I think I do think the adding to the addition of Victor Carantini would be pretty phenomenal for him in getting those, uh, uh, that frame rate, because his pop time is pretty good. Like, I think when uh, the opponents saw uh, Martin Manato was catching, they tend to be a little bit more, try to be more active on the base pass. But when Yanni Diaz was behind the plate, they were more reluctant to st- like to steal because they had, he has that good arm. So I think we can 
just like Paco was saying, like, just don't regress. I think he'll be good. Awesome. Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, you guys hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, so what I want to do now is before we go on to our next segment, uh, I want to really quick just tell our viewers uh, where to find you guys again. Uh, so for the just, uh, excuse me, for the Full Seam Ahead guys, please follow them at Full Seam Ahead on X. Uh, is this also y'all's Twitter, y'all's uh, IG account as well, at Full Seam Ahead? IG is FSA Full Seam Ahead. So just okay, basically the, the initials of Full Seam Ahead, just FSA Full Seam Ahead. Um, you can find us on YouTube as well, TikTok at Full Seam Ahead. So. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. And Appreciate for us, for us, oh, not a problem for us uh, as well, just as, as for them. Don't forget to spank that subscribe button. Uh, you know, we, we were. Thank you. <laughs> Where's my belt? Where's my belt? That's, <laughs> that's right. Leave a, leave a handprint, guys, up in there. But, yeah, please uh, uh, please spank that, that subscribe button for us. Uh, we really appreciate it. We were very happy to hit over 400 by new year so our goal was met nice. uh let's get this year with uh let's try to get to a thousand this year man that's 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 the goal for this that's year goal. so that's the goal that's the goal a thousand and of course for us follow us up uh on our instagram account uh at just fans pod on ig and of course on x follow us up at just fans 22 uh all right back Twitter. to what you say Whatever. Yeah. All right. Twitter. Follow us on that. Uh, I want to say right. real quick. I want to say real sure. quick. Though. Honestly, anybody on Twitter, anybody on X, follow these guys for real. Follow yes. these guys. All my game previews, like a lot of my Astros news, I get from these guys on Twitter more so than I get them from the Astros, uh, <laughs> like actual Twitter account. Like they, they keep me up today with the rumors uh trade speculation contract negotiations and sometimes it just highlight players that i'm not maybe keeping an eye on too much right so uh follow these guys for real uh follow us too but like for real these guys they're the shit they know what they're doing appreciate it yeah also i mean we're doing a little bit more interviews as well so oh yeah there you go. Stay, yeah. stay tuned tomorrow. We have a special surprise. Yeah. Technically today, because we're dropping it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Get Two, ready big for Two big surprises. Two big surprises. New intro and then right Oh, look at y'all. No, 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 that's awesome. There you go. See, See? To we it, started to get, we started just about the same time. We're doing intros just about the same time, y'all. We're, we're doing it all. We're, we're reading we're minds. Right, it's the H Town way. Great mind things alike. H Town way, like you said. They're gonna announce Otani. It was all a ploy. The Dodger thing was all that uh, red herring, like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, next deal. Uh, so this question I got asked. Like I, I was lucky enough to host to uh, guest host with uh, H Town Wheelhouse on Locked On Astros, and he asked this question. I thought I should bring it onto the show. So obviously, this is not my question. This is I got it from from them. So credit to to Locked On Astros. Okay. So uh, when I went when I went on, they, uh, Dana Brown had talked about um, Chaz McCor- Ch- uh, Excuse me, Jake Myers solidifying that center field position, and then you had. Uh, uh, Jake, uh, excuse me, uh, Jake Myers in the center field, and then Chaz McCormick at left field, which would kind of put Jordan Alvarez in the D in the DH position. 
but also like Jose Abreu would also get more breaks uh, because they're going to put uh, John Singleton there as well. So it's almost like you're building a sketch. Like like my retail manager, when I used to work retail, was probably like, all right, can you come in on Monday? And then these guys can get their two days off. And then if, if they'll cover <laughs> you on Tuesday, like that feels like that's what we're doing with rotations right now. And to me, and you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have a point if you disagree with me on this one. I don't know. I really like Mauricio Dubon in center field. I just think his, his mm-hmm. he, he's agile or whatnot. But Dana's pretty convinced that, hey, I'm, I'm going to put um, uh, Jake Myers there and then rotate, uh, you know, then Chaz McCormick to, to make Jordan a, a DH, but then also a utility player. And then you also have apparently Altuve is going to be utility player at times. So it just feels like they're kind of shifting uh, players here and there. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, what do you guys think is, is, is happening? Do you think that's that's what is gonna, basically what do you guys think is going to happen at that point? So, uh, Angel, uh, go ahead. You can you can you can answer that one. Well, it makes sense because Jake Myers is like a better defender. But I think Chaz McCormick could hold his own. Um, yeah. And so can Dubon. But I think the reason they don't have Dubon as a strong center fielder is just because he's has great utility in the infield as well. Um, but honestly, I feel like. This is this is this makes a case that the Astros need a center fielder, like like maybe like yes. Robert, because I mean, no disrespect to Jake Myers, I think he's a um, he's a great defender. He can come in big, but he struggled offensively a lot uh, this past season. So, and, like if that continues, I think before, yeah, <laughs> here before. <laughs> so, I think here before. Conti- so I think if that continues, I think they actually need to make a move for a center fielder. Yeah, uh, Lorenzo. Yeah, a little bit of what Angel said. I mean, Jay Myers, that's why they brought him up. That's why they're sticking to him. They think he's a great defensive center fielder, but I do agree with Angel. I think Chas McCormick could hold his ground. You've seen him before in the playoffs, big moments. You've seen him diving and jumping and robbing an extra base hit here and there. So I think Jake Myers and Chas McCormick, I mean, them are two great defenders, but I would love to lean a little bit more on Chas just for his – offensive side of it as well but i think dana brown's given jake myers a chance i want to say this could be his last chance maybe his last dance as a houston astro because he's been with the astro since 2021 he did do pretty well with them until he had that injury against the white Sox in the the Mm -hmm. playoffs and then 2022 it kind of looked like oh well he was and everybody was saying this too that he had like he was kind of afraid to bang into the wall you know, almost that PTSD yeah. from that game. But um, I love to see Chaz McCormick, and I agree with Angel. I mean, Ch- uh, Mauricio Dubon, on the other hand, he's the utility guy. I mean, the Astros have done a great, great job. I think I want to say they probably built that foundation of the super utility role because you've had mm-hmm. Marwin Gonzalez, you've had Alemis yeah. Diaz, now you have Mar- uh, Mauricio Dubon. And I feel like Dubon's really comfortable playing the infield, but especially the outfield. And I think that's a you know, that's a great thing to have in a utility player. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Poppy, your thought, or did anybody want to add anything else no, to that guys? No, I'll, I'll probably just say like, kind of kind of like what they said, like, I don't want to use the word liability, but I, w- I feel like Chas McCormick is less of a liability defensively than Jake Myers is a liability offensively. I feel like, like the guy said, I feel like Chas has proven that he can hold his own in the center field. He's made some uh, very clutch plays in the outfield, as we've seen. A um, couple of injuries here and there, but offensively, he 
has transformed himself, especially last season, from what the season uh, prior. I feel like it, it was almost like, you know, the questions of like who's the Astro center field. For for me, he answered those questions. If you were to get, if you said that we need a center field, like you could argue that we still do. But if you said like, oh, we're yeah. definitely getting a center field uh, in the off season or we're trading or whatever, I feel like Jake is the one that loses that spot over Chas McCormick. Now, if you want to use yeah. Chas McCormick in the left field and then do the whole Jordan thing or whatever, you know, you can play with those pieces as much as you like. Uh, I feel like Mauricio Dubon should stay in the infield. I feel like he is best there. And, you know, if, if Jake is the one piece to fall, I'm not that opposed to it. I do like him. I do root for the guy. But I will walk him to Sugarland every single time he gives me zero uh, effort at the play. So, yeah. uh, Rios. Yeah, he's like I mentioned earlier, you know, a black hole in offense. He was one of those that was just basically guaranteed out. I think I still think we need to upgrade the center field. Um, I'm okay with Dubon being the utility player. Same thing with Chad's left field. I'd rather Jordan be the DH just because the injuries, man. He gets hurt every year. And yeah. Yeah. I prefer him being a DH. But center field, uh, I mean, yeah, Jake Mars is great at defense, but it brings he made Baldy look like Babe Ruth on offense. Like he was just bad, man. Yeah. And, and, to upgrade. and speaking of saving the legs, I don't know if y'all remember when Jordan Alvarez crashed into the wall like knee first. And yeah. it's just like like it's just like holding your breath at that point. Look, like no god, yeah. no. Am I, yeah. am I the only one who hates seeing Jordan? Right, move. I was gonna like yeah. every time. <laughs> every time the ball is like hit, it's hit his way. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, just let it drop. Just let it drop. I'm like, I think that's me again. I think that's every Astros fan. I would say yeah. when the ball goes to Jordan, if he has to go track it down, every Astros fan is holding their hold their breath. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys think? Yeah, do you guys <laughs> think that? Do you guys think that one of the reasons why they put uh, Chaz over there at left field was to? Basically, rest Jordan a little bit, and, and, and you know, for the for the safety liability for his for his health, because I, I think probably the same thing happened with Dana and them. Like every, they hold, they also hold their breath whenever like the ball goes into that side of the field. And I think they feel like, hey, you know what, Chaz Chaz can hold his own, like we all think, you know, and maybe yeah. he'd, he'd be a good option at left field. And obviously, we put Jake at center. While I think. Mostly, it's working with Jake at in the offensive at the on the offensive aspect of the ball because, like Rio said, we do we do every time Jake was at, was was at bat, we we're like, oh, that's gonna be an out. And then you had like Maldi right behind him. That was like last two. And then it's like you know it was it was very he was very consistent at getting out. And so that was the that was the worst part. But um, yeah, definitely, I think that. He, you know, I'll agree with that. Even though I, I do like do Mauricio there, but I, like you guys said, I do, I do agree with you. He, he is used best in, in, in the infield aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I just like these rotations. You know what? Uh, I think Lorenzo said it best. Like you know, the Astros are 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 known for doing things like this. So, you know, yeah. I trust the system. I, I do. I trust the the Astros system because it's been successful. No matter how you see how last season ended. How many teams, and I've said this countless amount of times, how many teams want to be in the Astros position where they lost to the in to, in, in game seven of the ALCS? Would it have been great if we were to win it? Of course, we, we, it would have been great if we were to win it. But still, how many teams would want to be in this position like right now, you know, for that the Astros are in? Yeah. So 
uh, I trust the system. I trust Dana Brown. Um, that's how I feel about it. Anybody want to yeah, add well, on to that? Or yeah, one more I, I thing. Think, uh, Jim Cranzy is being cheap. That's what we have to see behind us last year. We've been looking we've uh, re-signed Orbit, man. <laughs> he's going to be on waivers. Uh, uh, Lorenzo, you were saying? Sorry, yeah, I'll add this real quick. Uh, Dana Brown was on Astro Line. I think the, the, the podcast with Todd Callis and Robert Ford. Yeah. Um, he had mentioned about three guys he's looking to have more of a DH role uh, compared to last year. And then three guys are Jose Altuve, mm-hmm. Jordan Alvarez, and Jose Abreu. And Abreu, yes. you know, I think I, I've – and you can tell, Angel, I've been a big believer in Abreu. Yes. Yes, this year okay. it, it kind of was a disappointment. But, I mean, dude still had 90-plus RBIs. And he yes. was playing hurt. Got to remember yeah. that. And then in the postseason he kind of looked like the 2020 Abreu Very close. the Chicago Very White, White Sox. So. Uh, yeah, j- no, just to exactly. make a note of that, in the DH, you're going to majority, not majority, but you'll see those three guys um, being in that spot next year. Which is fine because I think with uh, with uh, you, it's almost like like helping out your best players, right? Like you, you're yeah. giving those players <laughs> while developing others and giving them a little bit more playing time at the same time. So I, I, I do like that. I, I think it's productive. So I'm just hoping that it plays out. Uh, in favor of the Astros in the end when it's all set and done, right? I think that's everybody's expectations. Do you guys uh, feel, you know, like we have guys, you know, the Astros have a good system of getting guys, you know, and like we said earlier of, you know, guys go and then they, they the Astros find a way to replace them uh, with, with effective players. Do you guys think that the Astros should have really just gone off and signed somebody off the free agency no matter what? Uh, like a bigger name, or do you think you know what? Let's just kind of go along with this process, as we're as we've been doing. Uh, Rios, I know you've been very vocal about it. I would, I would say you know, disappointment would be an understatement. Not signing anybody because uh, there is a couple holes. As great as we are at developing players, there are still a couple holes in this roster. You need another starting pitcher because McCullers is not going to be ready until July. Luis Garcia, same. So you're going to need another starting pitcher. You can't rely on Verlander to go, you know, seven innings. You're going to need some more bullpen arms as well, especially because we lost a couple guys. And there's still a few that are pending. Other than that, really, I would have really liked to see an upgraded center field. Just because okay. that offensive aspect. Because, you're again, if you don't want to be in a situation like we were last year, basically after the six hole, it's you start praying. Hopefully someone gets on base or someone gets a hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Poppy, any position of needs that the Astros should have signed? Like like I've been saying, dude, it's, it's just the pitching. The pitching, man. Like with, with McCullers and, and Garcia, uh, you know, when they're healthy, they're, they're lights out, especially McCullers. But that's the thing. Like McCullers is never healthy, it seems. can't remember the last time I saw him play. And Garcia can be very inconsistent at times. Uh, Verlander is like 65 years old now. Uh, and coming off of the, the postseason, Framber and, and – and Javier had like like the biggest question marks. Like I know we need a center fielder, and you know I will I would love like the, our moves to be more than a, just a backup catcher, but like pitching is where we need the most help. That is, uh, I believe what w- wins World Series, like that's what wins championships. Like if you looked mm-hmm. at the the Nationals when they won it all, is because they threw so much money at the pitching staff. You know you see how Montero was last year. Every time he got onto the mound, it was like, oh, there goes the lead. You know, like, 
Uh, four, four runs incoming for Montero. Uh, all, all of them walks. All of them walks for some reason. So it's just, it, it, if this, if we want to continue this score, this dynasty to move forward, I feel like the pitching, uh, it's still the heart of this team, and that's what we need to do. Well, that's what we need to focus on. All right. It's done. Uh, Pani fucking went to the Dodgers. God damn it. <laughs> no, to, to add on to what Bobby said, what, what we need is to see a Forrest Whitley finally make it to the majors. I mean, God, the guy's been what? In the minors for like 10 years now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lorenzo, what do you think about any Great positions of, of need? Any positions of need <laughs> that the Astros should have signed? Or are you content with what you're seeing so far? I mean, the Astros don't have to great upgrade that much. I do agree with Bobby what he said. I was a big guy last year when it came to free agency of signing one more starting pitcher. And okay. that starting pitcher that I really would have liked to see the Astros sign was Nathan Uvaldi. And guess mm-hmm. where he went and ended up? In Texas. Texas. I think he was a big I think he was a big time pitcher that the Astros could have had. I don't know with the mm-hmm. contract, but of course with the injury history. Uh, from him, but I, I do agree. Pitching, I don't think the starting pitching side you're gonna have a lot of depth coming in soon. You just, I think the Astros hope that Hunter Brown continues to mm-hmm. perform. I think the same thing with JP France until you bring the guys like Lance McCullers back, until you bring uh Luis Garcia back. So, it to me, it's gonna be bullpen. Remember, they didn't trade for a guy like Dylan Coleman, which yeah. if you go and break down his arsenal that he has i mean he really has some electric stuff he has a curveball a sweeper a cutter um the fastball is over 99 plus so i'm i'm very excited to see what he brings to the table and then a surprising one i don't think anybody would want to see i don't know want to see but could be you know a good option i think is another power bat i think the astros could benefit bringing a power mm-hmm. bat like for instance jorge soler i think he yeah. would be a great addition to the Astros and like, if you're going to use Jordan in DH, well, Solaire plays a little bit of games. He could play left field, especially with that Crawford boxes there. It's not too hard to, you know, pick up the ball from the wall from there, even mm-hmm. down the line. So I think, uh, Solaire would be a great addition, especially what he did with the Atlanta Braves in 2021 mm-hmm. when he ripped that ball out of Minime park. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think those are the guys I would say. Okay, awesome, awesome. And uh, uh, Angel, what do you think about any position of need that the Astros should have signed, or are you content with uh, what we got so far? Yeah, I'm just gonna echo what Poppy and Lorenzo say. You can never have too much pitching, and it mm-hmm. showed uh, it, it showed what happens when you don't have enough pitching this season with the Astros. And a guy I kind of really wanted to, uh, the Astros to get, they signed with the Reds, Frankie Montas. He's still young. Montas. Uh, he, he pitched with the Oakland Athletics, so the uh, Astros have seen him. Went to the Yankees, got hurt. Um, but I think he was a free agent now. Uh, I think he would have been a good look for the Astros, and I do think they need a, like another bat as well. Okay. Awesome, awesome. All right. Um, I feel with what you guys said, we kind of covered a little bit of, like, so expectations of the Astros in 2024. Um, what do we see – how far do we see this team going – you know, with um, let's say you don't sign anybody or whatever, uh, maybe you make some moves here in the trade deadline. Um, and do you guys see this team, as, you know, going all the way? Or if they play their cards right, let's say everybody stays healthy. Best, let's just say best case scenario. Um, how far do you see this team going in 2024? Best case scenario. Uh, 
like best like, case scenario. Like everybody got, stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then you got like anything. Yeah, you got like uh, uh, Luis Garcia coming back. Uh, I think uh, after you know top, he I think comes, he comes back the season right like towards yeah. the, I think mm-hmm. you know, a little the later in the season. season. Yeah, Hard yeah. Yeah, and then McCullers, maybe, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, he, he's uh, another mid part of the season. Do we too. think yeah. that they come back and they kind of hit the ground running type of thing? Or do you, is, like, are they going to adjust? Like, well, in this scenario? It's, it's going to be slow for them to adjust, I would say. Yeah, they're both coming off big injuries. So they and not every Astro fan should be like, oh, then we got these guys back. Oh, we're we're gonna dominate. You gotta yeah. let them guys get back into the group of things, mm-hmm. I say. And you just wait till maybe September, maybe October, and then yeah. they could be prepared. I would say if everybody's healthy and everybody's you know, not not necessarily like MVP caliber, but you're like right. consistent. consistent. If everybody's consistent, everybody's healthy, this team can go all the way. Yeah. Okay. The 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 one reason why we don't have seven World Series right now is because of the inconsist- inconsistency and the injuries. Those are the two yeah. main factors, especially injuries. For God's and sake. AJ Ham putting Zach Greinke in. Oh, oh God, yes. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. My chest, my chest. You know, oh God, you know how many, you know how, how much my liver had to suffer for that one. That that was. <laughs> We try to forget those. We try to repress those memories, man. It was awful. I, I remember that. Like, why? Why? He still's got. He still got it. He's probably not going to be here next year. Keep him in. <laughs> right. And here comes uh, Will Smith, and then there goes the lead. <laughs> yeah. The Blue Jays oh. did the exact the exact same thing against the Twins, I believe. Like I forget. Oh uh, yeah, I, they 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 took out um they took Jose out the, Kevin Gossman or Jose oh Jose Barrios out too Jose early. Jose Barrios was the, like bullpen. yeah. Cooking. I and agree. After, after after like five innings, they just took him out, and I'm like, dude, he's like under 80 pitches still. Like, right? Like, what are you doing? And then they went on to lose that game. So, well, it makes you think like how these coaches make those decisions. What do they base it on? You know, yeah. analytics. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of them analytics. Cooking, if a guy is cooking, fuck analytics. That's what the guy's preaching about. Dusty with him, he was more leaning towards his gut. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, but I'd rather someone go with Let the gut than look at analytics. <laughs> nah, All expectation right. expectation wise though, I I agree with Poppy. I do see if everybody's healthy, no injuries. Um, I do see them back in the World Series. It's just going to come on to pitching. I mean, the hitting, mm-hmm. like we said before, one through nine, it doesn't have to be one guy. It doesn't have to be two. The big hits, of course, has to come. But if pitching's there, I think the Astros shouldn't have no problem. I won't be surprised if they do make a move at the trade deadline, but don't yeah. be don't be thinking it's going to be a big player, I would say. Yeah, and then they didn't have a complete team last year. One went away to another World Series uh, appearance. So, if they have a complete team this year, they have the same people, basically the same people coming back. They should be good to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, think can... about, think about 2021 real quick. They didn't have Verlander. 2020 as well. They didn't have Verlander after that one start, and then Jordan with his knees, with the knee surgery. They're yeah. one win away to the World Series. Same thing as uh, 21 in the World Series. Bregman wasn't hitting right. Um, right. What you call it? Verlander wasn't pitching still. And then 22, like Angel had mentioned, I mean, everybody was healthy. Everybody was hitting. The only one, I believe, was – I think it was Michael Brantley that wasn't yeah. playing at the time. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, everybody performed well. Yeah, and even even when Otuva wasn't hitting a, a beach ball yeah. with a tennis racket, 
uh, <laughs> Jeremy Pena was having the season of his life. So, yeah. um, so what do you guys think you know, you get with a package okay. of like McCullers and Jake Myers? Like, what do you think you can get for that? Uh, a twenty pack of ramen noodles, <laughs> ice cream sandwich. Let, let's say McCullers <laughs> comes back and he's like decent. Like even even if McCullers comes back and he's like really really good, I still think we should trade. I mean, he's. I think this season he eats like 16 million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, 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 so it's just yeah. a contract. It's a contract. It's a contract. Situation. Injury prone. Yeah. Uh, it's an injury prone contract. I don't. Not very much. Yeah, because you you can't even you can't even like put him in the bullpen because like, uh, 16 million dollar for a bullpen arm is it's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. That's a. I, honestly, that's probably not not. I, I think the expectation of of Lance and I mean nobody can see this coming, right? The injuries and. Uh, and you know he's loyal to it as 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 it can be, but I think it just this one was one of those contracts you can say, man, this one really backfired on on the organization just because. And not and nothing yeah. against him, it's just who saw it coming, right? Who saw yeah. all those injuries coming to him? But man, this one was one of those you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is. With, with Lance though, he has yet to pitch one healthy season. Like you're saying, nothing yeah. putting down against him. Great right. guy, yeah. great player. Uh, it's just the health right now, man. He hasn't pitched one healthy season in a Nationals uniform. Um, maybe come if they don't trade him in, you know, the next season. Maybe the next, the following season, he'll pitch a whole healthy season and look really well. Think about it too if he could pitch like how he did in twenty twenty one. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, you could still have that guy back. I will take that. I will take that all day, dude. That, but the, like right? said, about the health, you know, it's only three guarantees. Death taxes and Lance McCullers getting injured every <laughs> single season. So, yeah. Uh, All right. Hey, guys. I really want to, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, we definitely need to have another show with you guys again. It was awesome. Uh, it's always a great time when you guys are, are hanging out with us. Um, and like I said, we wish you like just to keep growing as time goes by. Um, and again, guys, please don't forget to check them out. At full seam ahead on X, uh, can you give us your your IG again just to make sure? Yes, FSA full seam ahead on Instagram. You can find us at full seam ahead on TikTok, on YouTube. Um, yeah, just just those platforms as of right All now, and of course on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. And for us, of course, don't forget uh, to spank that subscribe button, leave a mark or something. Where is there. my belt? He has to get the belt. <laughs> he's, he's visual, apparently. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, follow Back us. On... <laughs> Found it. Found it. And of course, follow us on uh, Instagram. We're trying to get that count up at just fence pod on IG. And of course, on X or Twitter, since Poppy hates it, um, at just fans 22. Uh, that's going to be it for us, guys. Don't go just yet, guys. Uh, we'll talk a little bit after the show. But for everybody else, thank you guys for joining us. And we'll see you when we see you. Peace. And I don't know what you thought, but right here, dog, we gon' wrap the squad. Got H you with my fitted, then I'm my jersey. You gon' know where I'm from.